Hello, I'm Ambrish Chapuria. And I am Andrew Papadopoulos. And I am Alex Kay. <laughs> Welcome to the NFL 20 podcast. One of the top four NFL podcasts in the greater Whetstone area. So this is a special podcast, which we're going to do about the draft. We're going to go through some of the top draft prospects and discuss various facts about them, including a game of two truths and a lie. We also have some cryptic clues regarding these uh, prospects from this, dra- this upcoming draft. And uh, before we all get it all started, why don't we start off with uh, a little bit of call that a bet, sir? Yes, yes. Yes, Am- that's what we're going to do too. Ambrish's favorite segment. Yes. Because I make so, it so that he always um, wins. <laughs> you literally do. Yeah, it's true. Um, it's so, true. But this, both of you, Alex, you can, you can also take me up on this. Um, so I reckon, this is my theory. I, so for those of you who haven't followed the news, um, quarterback Tom Brady, the boat, as we call him on the NFL 20 he podcast. He truly is the boat. The best of all time. <laughs> has been traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He, he didn't and get traded. He's been released and he's been picked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, but my reckoning is that the Patriots will win the division and the Bucks will not make the playoffs. Ambrose <laughs> oh. sticking with the uh, the old the old formula. <laughs> yeah, the old tried and tested uh, call out a bet sort of formula. Yeah, because I, I I didn't do it last year. You do but, it every year. But nearly, nearly every year, I've always been like, yo, man, the box, man, the box is going to make the playoffs this year. They're going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. And now I've actually got the boats. So it'd be a funny time to turn my back on them now. Now, now they don't have to deal with Jamesis any longer. Like, surely. Yeah, that's Tompa Bay now. He's, he's, he's trademarked that already. Tompa Bay. He's, tra- he's, got, he's gone on a trademark, trademark uh, spree. I think he's. he's, he's uh, Really? Trademark about three different ridiculous. Uh, it's got more trademarks than like fucking Apple. Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right. Um, so, so, so your call that bet, sir, is that the Patriots will make the playoffs, but the Buccaneers will not. Yes. No, so the has... Patriots will win the division. Oh, sorry, sorry. Ooh. Yeah, I think I think I think the Bucs will make the playoffs. Yeah. Because I mean, I don't think uh, I don't think uh, Carolina is going to be that good this year, and. Um, I just, yeah, I just think the box is going to make the playoffs because it's too good, too fucking good. It's just too damn good. <laughs> They've got Rojo. <laughs> so uh, I'm convinced, yeah. I'm convinced. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, I mean, the only thing holding me back slightly is uh, less practice time due to uh, everyone's favorite disease. But um, surely, surely Tom Brady, Pompa Bay is going to, I just think, I don't know, what, what, what do you think, Alex? I think I'll take that bet as well, Amberish. Uh, and it's, it's 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 kind of coming from the other direction. I don't think the Patriots are going to win the AFC. Uh, and, uh, oh, the can, Jets fan boys! Oh my God, here it comes! Here it comes! As, well, that's the thing. As much as it hurts to say, I think the Bills have been building a roster for the last the last three years, and this is the year they're going to uh, they're going to take it. They 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 got no weaknesses really on that. that they're going to get EJ Manuel back under quarterback, back under center. <laughs> Obviously, that's the key. But uh, no, Josh Allen. Josh Allen showed a little bit last year, and then they've got Devin Singletary at running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they got Diggs. They got Stephon, 
Stefan Diggs over, yeah. Yeah, the Diggler. Um, they're the new Tampa Bay. They're the new team that haven't done anything, <laughs> but their players are so awesome that you think they're going to. So, yes, <laughs> let's both get on that. Plus, who's the Patriots quarterback now? Is it just... Um, it is currently Stidman, Stidman, isn't it? Jarrett Stidham. Jarrett Stidham. They'll probably, probably, probably pick another one, won't they? Um, yeah, they've got Brian Hoyer as well. Oh. Yeah, and there's some rumours Cam Newton might go. But uh, oh. I think Stidham, Stidham has got the position at the moment. And they've, 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 there's been whispers that he's been very impressive in um, the <laughs> training camp last year and preseason last year. All right. I was going to say something from this year. I was like, very impressive on Madden this year. <laughs> so I did play franchise mode as the Patriots and did have Stidham start uh, for me for one year. And I think we went 5-11. and 11. It'd be funny if Cam Newton went there. He's got like kind of the opposite uh, approach to press conferences that Bill Belichick does. So it's kind of like... You yeah, know. That, that might be a problem for him because Belichick really doesn't like his players saying anything ever. Or wearing things. He's not, he's not about the flash. He's not about, he's not about the flash. He's all about the, the crusty old hoodie. So, I don't know. Maybe they could trade outfits like, um, you know, Deshaun Jackson and Ryan Fitzpatrick did. <laughs> but yeah, I think, so I think you've got, I think so, uh, I think you've got two people for your call that a bet, sir, Ambrish. We're going to have to like wire you the money or something. <laughs> wire, send it via a pigeon or something like that. Um, excellent, yeah. excellent. Don't, don't send me coronavirus pigeons, man. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> we won't, we won't uh, I'll, wager, I'll wager some hand sanitizer with you on that one, Amber. So, assuming the draft goes ahead uh, yeah. and without like Roger Goodell from his basement not having massive technical issues, uh, <laughs> we're going to go through 10 interesting players. And we're going to start off with Alex Kay, who's going to tell us a little bit about Joe Burrow, quarterback from LSU. Yes, Mr. Joe Burrow. So he is widely expected to be the number one player off the board. He is uh, an Ohio kid. He was at Ohio State um, all the way back in uh, 2015, actually, uh, before he uh, decided he wasn't going to get ahead of Mr. Dwayne Haskins uh, for the job there. And so, uh, rather surprisingly, he went down to uh, Louisiana to fight for the job there he won it and last year he had one of the all-time uh quarterback seasons for for a quarterback um in college football uh over five and a half thousand yards of passing and 60 touchdowns so he was pretty damn impressive yeah it's um, pretty ridiculous pretty ridiculous yeah so they're the stats that most people will give you on uh, nfl podcast but uh, there's also he looks a bit like Macaulay Culkin. He's got like very <laughs> pale, got big eyes, and he looks like he needs like to get. Out He's of got that bit. hair, that wispy hair. So his Macaulay Culkin stat is pretty high. It's like ninety. <laughs> He's a baby face assassin, basically. You can just imagine him when he like throws an interception and he just holds his cheeks and just goes, "Oh." <laughs> yeah, I made my possession disappear. <laughs> Yeah. But he's a pretty impressive character, actually. He's like, uh, he, he's can't come from like rural Ohio. He's he's a bit of a country bumpkin, oh, up great. in like the cold states. And he went down to Louisiana, where you've got all these sort of like uh, flamboyant characters, sort of uh, with the Odell Beckham, uh, that that sort of thing. Yeah, and he he is the he was the alpha dog in that locker room at LSU last year. Oh, beast! The, the, the sort of 
cigar smoking after the championship game became a bit of an iconic image. And uh, oh, yeah, great. so he so he he's looking like he's going to go uh, number one back to uh, Cincinnati, back to Ohio. So he's going to go back to where he came from. And by all accounts, the rumours are that uh, Cincinnati have been making the most of their allotted time with uh, him. Like uh, every every time they've had a chance, they've they've maxed out the minutes they can be on the phone with him. So it looks pretty sure that he'll be number one off the board. Excellent. And to be honest, Cincinnati could use some leadership in that locker room as well. Indeed. Yeah, I mean, like, it sounds like they may be just like, well, they're going to move on from, from Dalton, right? But the funny yeah, thing is, though, definitely. the funny thing is, though, like, I've, I've seen that, like, people are people obviously, like, pretty, pretty, pretty pleased with Burrow overall, uh, especially after the last season. But, like, I think, I think that the general consensus is that he's got, like, he's got great mental tools, but physically he's not, like, absolutely... He's not like some sort of like massive arm beast. I mean, I think he's got the size, but I don't think he's he's seen as being like an elite physical prospect. I think I think he's actually seen as as a, as a player who is kind of in the uh, kind of middle of the road physical tangibles mold, a bit like Andy Dalton. <laughs> so that would be pretty funny if they uh, if they picked him up and uh, it was like. Oh look, it's Andy Dolphin again, or it's Derek Carr, or something like that. Um, the, the one, the one, the one player he's getting the most uh, comparisons to, though, is is Mr. TB12 himself, though. Yeah, like the, the lack of uh, oh, the lack of physical tools, but like a steely sort of. Uh, ah, that is a much like, more uh, that is a much more positive way of looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Dolphin. To be fair, the Bengals do kind of remind me of that New England team with lots of like boring offense. But like, if they if they were a better team, the Bengals are basically like a shit version of New England. Oh. All out of bets. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so do you want so, my uh, two you two truths and a lie? Let's hear them. Right then, um, Mister. Mr. Joe Burrow, he won 15 different awards uh, for his season last year. Uh, so I've got the name of three of the awards, but one of them is not <laughs> the truth. Okay. So is it number one, the Heisman Trophy? Number two, the Barney Bath Trophy? Or number three, the Davy O'Brien Trophy? Oh, they have a lot of named awards. Are you saying you made up the name of one of these trophies? Or that I have, na- I have made up. The, I've made well. The, one of these trophies doesn't even exist. Correct. Okay, oh, right, I'm pretty right. sure the Heisman exists. I mean, I, I know that I'm not I'm as sure. knowledgeable as some others, but okay. And was it the Barney Bath Award? The Barney Bath Award or the Davy O'Brien Award? See, I think Barney Bath is too absurd for you to make up. So <laughs> I'm going to go with Davy O'Brien as a fake name that you came up with. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> you you mis- you underestimated my love of alliteration there. So unfortunately, you got that wrong. He did, in fact, win the Davy O'Brien Award, which is the best National Collegiate Athletic Association quarterback award. Well, okay, there you go. There so you which go. one? So which one did he not win? He did not win the Barney Bath Award, which nobody has won so far. All oh, right. Exist. Although Barney Alex Bath. K is now going to award it to someone. Let's just Next give it year. to Joe Burrow. Okay, Let's I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll fix his wiki page now. Then. Yeah, 16, okay. 16 trophies for you, Joe. 
Um, um, okay, that's Joe Burrow. Uh, I think everyone has mocked him as number one to uh, the Bengals. Yeah. And we're going to move on to uh, Andrew with Tua Tangavailoa, quarterback from Alabama. Oh, Matt, he's been practicing how to say the name. That's impressive. That's very, that's very, that's very seamless. That's very seamless. Well, okay. Um, so Tua, as I'm going to call him, is uh, probably, he's probably the, uh, before, before his unfortunate injury on Brian Hill Day, uh, this past November, um, is, uh, <laughs> he was probably the, the, uh, the better known quarterback prospect going into this uh, past uh, college season. And he certainly had a sort of like the better resume in terms of like, you know, game time and championships won. He helped, um, he helped his team win the championship in 2017 when he came on as a sub in the national championship game uh, and threw four touchdowns and they won the game. And then he helped them to the final again last year when they lost to Clemson and Trevor Lawrence, who is another uh, tall, a handsome man. Um, and so this, this past year, he had an injury-shortened season due to his hip injury, which we all saw, or at least heard of. Um, but he actually, I don't know what the deal is with the college quarterback passer rating numbers, but they seem to go higher than the ones in the NFL do, because he had a passer rating this year of 206.9, which is higher than anyone. Um, it's even higher than Joe Burrow. Uh, he completed 71% of his passes with 33 touchdowns and only three interceptions. What a beast. Um, I, actually looked, I actually looked at his, I, I went on ESPN's like stats page and I looked at his passer rating from this year and last year. And last year he posted 202 point something, I think. And I looked at all the numbers. Oh, rubbish. I looked at all the numbers back to 2004 and nobody beats those numbers at all. Not even Dwayne Haskins. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, yeah, well, he he was. So where, like do next. Have, uh, so where do you have Tua mock to then? Well, the thing is, Tua's yeah. a bit of an interesting prospect now because of the injury. I mean, presumably he's not going to go number one, even though the Bengals new QB. Um, the so the injury, the injuries to his where was he injured? He's, he's injured in his hip. He's hurt his hip. Hip, that's it. Yeah. It's like it's like a it's like kind of it was like a, it was like a hip dislocation. Um, that was it. Yeah. It's not it's not a apparently it's not like a really bad one, but like it's it, it's like it sort of gives a it gives bad bad shades of um, Ambrose's favorite Baltimore Raven, Dennis Pitter, uh, who also suffered a dislocated hip and, and never quite got over it because he re-injured it twice. I think they've been times. saying the the extent of the operation he had to have means that he is at risk of getting arthritis, like after a few years in the league. A bit like mm-hmm. um, the Rams running back who's just gone to Atlanta, Todd Gurley. Uh, mm-hmm. His explosion has just sort of left him after these first few years. So that's that's the risk you basically got with Tua. Also, Bo Jackson retired because of uh, retired from football because mm-hmm. of an injury uh, because of a dislocated hip. So he still managed to play baseball. It's easy, it's easy, it's easy. Um, so the earliest the earliest realistic uh, spot for him is uh, number three. Not to the Lions, who have the number three pick, but to a team that trades up, um, like the Chargers or maybe Miami. Um, because the Lions don't, well, they arguably don't really need a QB right now and they're probably not going to take one, but they do have a pick in an interesting spot. So maybe they would trade down and allow the 
uh, as I like to call them, the San Diego Chargers, to trade up. Uh, or maybe the Dolphins. The Dolphins are at five and the Chargers are at six currently. Um, so Miami at five or 18, if he's still around, maybe. Uh, that's Miami's second pick in, in the first round. Uh, the Jags are at number nine. I mean, how much do you like Golden Minshew? Yeah, Bucky Brooks has, uh, has him up to the Jags. But mm-hmm. I have to be honest, I find it a bit strange. Like, okay, he's injured, but he's a prospect who's been touted since he left high school mm-hmm. as being the next big thing. Like the new Peyton Manning, the, the, like the, the, the next quarterback of the generation. And, okay, he is injured, and you're right, it might be serious, but the quarterback is not a run-heavy position. And even if he does get early-onset arthritis, I mean, look at Tom Brady. He doesn't move anyway. Uh, you could be pretty good and still – and like that, that level of talent, you can't just ignore it. Another solid comparison to Tom Brady there. That's two quarterbacks in a row now. His, his, his upside player comparison is Russell Wilson. People say he's got the same sort of like – yeah, he's got mobility, but he's also got the same sort of uh, deep ball ability and the same sort of clutch uh, playmaking ability. Uh, it obviously helps that he plays in a team that's just like filled with like NFL talent. <laughs> but, um, you know, so that's, so that's, uh, that's, that, that's Tua. Um, do you have two truths and a lie about him? I do have two truths and a lie. So these are, these are they. So one of these is not true. Okay, here's the first factoid. Tua's first name <clears throat> is longer than his surname. That's the first one. The second one is Tua scored highest among all quarterbacks in the Wonderlick test this year. You know, the, the QBs, yeah, whatever yeah. does it. Yeah, yeah. 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 The other the one, the and the third factoid is he went to the same high school as Marcus Mariota. So which well, of those factoids is not true, boys? I mean, I will objectively, Tua, <laughs> Tua, <laughs> let us but what about Tua? <laughs> I mean, his full his full first name. That's what I meant. Like, I mean, obviously, T U A is less letters than Tagovailoa. But what does it what does it stand for? Or what is it short for? Whatever. So that's, that's what he did go to the same high school as. Mm-hmm. Who did you say? I totally forgot. Marcus, Marcus Mariota. Uh, they are both Hawaiian. I know they're both of Hawaiian descent, but I think that could be a sneaky red herring. Racist. The second one is the second one is that he scored the highest among QBs uh, in the Wonderlic test this year. I'm going to go with that as false. Mm. Alex, sorry, his first name is super long, which is why he shortened it. I'm going to go that he didn't actually go to the same school as. Marcus that is very sporting of you to pick a different one to Ambrish. Ambrish is actually right. Ambrish oh. is actually right. To a, he actually got the lowest Wonderlic score among those QBs. Oh, no. oh dear. Got, or among the lowest. He got 13, which is, no worries though, the exact same score that Lamar Jackson got. So bring it on. <laughs> um, <laughs> he did go to the same high school as Marcus Mariota. Oh, what a place. Yeah. Mariota apparently was a bit of a mentor to him. Hopefully. So they've produced multiple high draft picks who might end up being massive busts. Great. Okay, now we're going to throw it over to Alex, who's going to tell us about Chase Young, the edge rusher from Ohio State. AKA the Chase. 
the Buckeyes. Yes, Chase Young. Now, he is widely regarded as the most talented player in this 2020 draft. Uh, the most sure thing. He is got uh, 10 sacks in his second season a couple of years ago uh, with Ohio, and then 16 and a half sacks last year, which is pretty good production. He, he followed on from the Bosa brothers at Ohio, and the coaches there have said he's got more natural talent than either of those two, and they mm-hmm. both had a lot of success in the league, as we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's uh, six foot five. Um, he's, he's quite distinctive looking uh, with some big, big old dreadlocks, and uh, yeah, he's, he's going to be a star, basically. So if the Bengals go number one with Joe Burrow, then uh, obviously the Redskins have got a pretty de- easy decision to make. Uh, <coughs> the Washington Washingtons. Oh, uh, excuse me, excuse me, yes. The Washington team, uh, no, no, no other word there, uh, will have a fairly easy pick uh, with uh, Chase Young, I think. Um, they've already got a pretty good uh, front seven and uh, mm. Chase Young coming off the edge is going to cause havoc, I think. Uh, so, I mean, they could mess it up. Their, their, uh, their owner over there is notoriously rubbish, so <clears throat> they could uh, try and, I don't know, maybe trade out of there for some more picks lower down, but I don't think they will. So, yeah, Chase Young to the Washington team. Ambridge is a big fan. Ambridge is a big fan of cap space, though. How are they going to retain all their beasts? Are they going to let like because they've got like a bunch of great um, c- players on their defensive line right now? I mean, I guess so Ryan, Ryan Ryan Kerrigan is probably going to leave next year. But the new CBA does mean that there will actually be more room to keep players. Um, <sighs> it's not quite it's absurd, like, but it does go up a little bit. Like, there's there's a bit more wiggle room to play with. Um, right, Alex, do you have uh, two truths and a lie about? Chase Young. I certainly do. And it's it's about his um his famous famous hair. Uh let's see how famous it is. Has it reached the uh, world of Ambrose Jopuria? Yeah, are his giant dreadlocks bright red, bright yellow, or bright green? So this is not two truths and a lie, it's one truth <laughs> and two lies. Um, <laughs> oh, as as someone who doesn't really follow college <laughs> American football, I genuinely do not know. Well, um, there you go. So, bright yellow, bright green, or bright orange? I mean, the, the fact bright that red, they're... bright red, bright yellow, or bright green. <laughs> one of the raster colors. Which one? Black. <laughs> <laughs> black was not an option. Originally, they may have been black, but not anymore. Um, well, seeing as it's like a big thing, I'm going to say bright green. I don't know why anyone would have bright green dreads, but there you go, bright green dreads. <laughs> He's following He's actually in from the, the Griffin brothers last year. Unfortunately, Andrew, do you know? I, I know. They're sort, of, they're sort of yellowish. They're very yellow, yeah. They're yellow. They're blonde, yellow. blonde, I would say. Yellowish sounds okay, like he just yeah. doesn't wash it. It's funny, Anyone? I was actually... I was actually going to be like when you, when, you, when you mentioned his dreads earlier. I was going to I was actually going to be like I was actually going to interject and be like, oh yeah, his big blonde dreads. <laughs> Good thing I didn't. So Andrew, can you tell us a little bit about Justin Herbert, quarterback from Oregano? <laughs> Thank you. But yes, yes, I, I will, Andrew. Yeah, Justin Herbert, like you said, uh, QB from Oregano. He's got the uh, prototypical size you'd want from a QB. 
He's six six. He's got a big arm, bigger arm than Joe, bigger arm than most of the QBs in this draft. Um, he's uh, he had a he had a bit of a he had a bit of a more difficult end to this year after basically having like a very impressive uh, collegiate career. Uh, he could have declared for the draft last year, uh, but he didn't. He wanted to go back and finish a degree. Um, and he had a, he had a bit of a he had a bit bit of a difficult end to the year um, this season, but I think uh, in general he's sort of solidified his status as possibly the second best QB uh, if you kind of like take into account the two uh, injury concerns. Um, yeah, he's basically uh, people are sort of like going through the process now because in earlier in the year, uh, I say earlier in the year, earlier in the off season, uh, it was sort of a case of like Joe Burrow then Tua. Then Justin Herbert, oh, he was at crap at the end of the season, wasn't he? But he had a good senior bowl, obviously, because he was a senior, because he finished his degree. And um, apparently he's, he interviews well with anyone who spends any time there. So, um, you know, people are pretty pleased with him there. And so because of that, he's, uh, he's kind of like moved into contention to be uh, chosen basically by anyone who might take to it. So like that includes the Chargers at three or six. Uh, again, three from Detroit um, or Miami at number five. That's that's seen as a very realistic spot for him now because there's been a lot of kind of talk lately in the last couple of weeks that Miami actually now prefers Justin Herbert to Tua, even though there was a whole tank for Tua um, uh, thing for the whole friggin' year. Um, so that would be a bit weird. But uh, you can think of another word that starts with a J that means tank. And how to do that instead? Maybe like jettison or something uh, for Justin. <laughs> so like, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's for Justin. It's fine. He's 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 got he's he's basically got uh, he's basically got all the physical tools you need, and he's got uh, he's got the good the good character. Uh, the the only slight weird knock on him is that I mean apparently he's a bit kind of like quiet. He's not like he's not super loud. That that seems to be the the main. I know it sounds like a bit of a silly thing to criticize someone for, but like uh, he's, he's he's not seen as being like this kind of like uh, rah rah type of dude. He's more of a kind of lead by example type of guy. Um, so yeah, that's Justin yeah. Herbert from uh, from. In, like his 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 character would fit in in the Chargers a lot better than the Dolphins. Then based on how you're describing it. But yeah, maybe it'll be interesting to see where he goes. Bucky Brooks has him mocked to uh, the Dolphins in the fifth pick. Yeah, there you go. That's that's becoming more and more of a solidified thing. Oh, one more interesting fact about him: he won the William V. Campbell Trophy in 2019. Did, did you remember what that is? Did I mention that to you last year when we did our? Do you remember what that is? The academic Heisman. Oh, it's like it's basically like it's 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 given to like you know, a player for a combination of uh, academic achievements, uh, community work, and uh, their on-field performance. Uh, so it's a good award to win. Past winners of the award include uh, former Ravens lineman and genius John Urschel, who went off to do maths at MIT, I think. Oh, I think that he, guy. Yeah. That guy, John Urschel. Uh, Tim Tebow. Uh, oh. Oh. Uh, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Oh, we, know, we know him. We know him. And uh, most yeah. importantly, the man who adorns our fantasy league championship jersey, Chad oh. Pennington. Oh yes. Oh yes. Guy. What a guy. So, do not wow. mess. Do not mess. What a great so, award. What a great award. 
Do not mess with Justin. Um, I thought you were going to be like Antoine Roll because didn't he go to Oxford for a year? Herschel. Antrol Roll. Yeah, oh, Antro- Antro- oh, no, Antrol Roll. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, actually, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe he won the award as well. You make me want to look it up again. I just, I just, my eyes just gravitated to the first three names that I recognised easily. Um, uh, four names, sorry. Um, so yeah. Oh, so uh, the two uh, truths and a lie about uh, yeah. Justin Herbert. So Justin here's Herbert. here's the first factoid. Herbert uh, grew up, went to high school and college in the exact same town. That's the first one. The second one is <laughs> he is afraid of milk. <laughs> that is the second so one. So not lactose intolerant, but afraid, afraid of, milk. of milk. It's Possibly a both. And the last one is he shares a birthday with Osama bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> Not These the same. Facts are amazing. Not the same year, obviously. Wow! So, so two of them have to be true. So wow. two of them are true. Okay. What was the first one again? Sorry. He grew up, attended attended high school, and went to college in the exact same town. I don't think he did. I think he is afraid of milk and shares a birthday with. <laughs> These are amazing facts, Andrew. I mean, oh, this you, is just you. incredible. Thank you. Uh, I, I want to know if it is true how you found out that he was scared of milk. Did you ask? Him? Well, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, you know, I think Googling. that's a, I think that's a lie. I'm going with that one. I don't think he's scared of milk. Well, in this case, <laughs> Alex K is correct. Uh, yeah. he, may, he may well be afraid of milk, and I know someone who's afraid of milk. By the way, not lactose intolerant, just doesn't like it. Doesn't like the look of it. Just like Ugh. so. That's that's the thing. But he that uh, that is something that I have made up. He does have the same birthday as Simon Bin Laden, and he grew up, went to high school, and went to college in Eugene, Oregano. Wow. <laughs> No, fair enough. Eugene is like an actual place that's not tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've heard of it. Home of Nike. Oh, yeah, right. Of course. Alex, when you tell us about Mechie Becton from the offensive tackle from Louisville. Yes, so the offensive tackles are a group uh, where we have these four big um, four-star blue chip recruits, uh, uh, blue chip players that uh, a lot of teams uh, that have been struggling over the last few years will definitely be keen on getting them. So as a Jets fan, I've been very keen following these these four. And uh, Mekhi Beckton, he's the, he's the biggest out of the four. He's, he's pretty much six foot eight, so he's an absolute beast. And he's mm. not only big, he's fast as well. He did the 40 at the... Um, at the combine in 5.1 seconds, which is rapid, especially for someone that's like 360 pounds. So he he's a bit less uh, he's a, a bit less technically gifted than a couple of the others like uh, Tristan Wirfs and uh, Jedrick Wills, who we're not going to talk about today. So those two uh, could go a bit higher. And um, Andrew Thomas, who we're going to talk about later, he's 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 a bit been a bit more consistent over the years. But Mikai Beckton's probably got the highest ceiling out of all four of these guys, um, just because he's just so damn big. And that's all yeah. I have to say about Mikai Beckton, apart from uh, yeah. my two truths and a lie. Well, oh, who's going to take him? Who's going to take him? Who's going to take him? Uh, I thought <laughs> it's really hard to work out who's going to take because these four 
offensive linemen are going to be spread between the Giants, um, the Cardinals, probably the Browns, and then hopefully mm-hmm. the Jets. So mm-hmm. yeah. I could see the Giants maybe at four going for Mackay Beckton because Dave Gettleman really likes big players. Just big, yeah. big players, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Giants. Cool, mm. cool. Bucky Brooks has a mop to uh, the Browns, who you also mentioned as one of your four options. Mm. Um, yeah, the, I mean, as you said, any one of these guys could end up at any one of these teams. Uh, so, your two truths and a lie about Mikai Becton. Okay, so Louisville played in uh, a few bowl games over Mikai Becton's career. Um, and I have decided to go for two lies and a truth again. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but um, so only one of these bowl titles is true. And you've got to guess which one. Did he play in the Fiscal Fixer Bowl, <laughs> the Tax Slayer Bowl, or the Social Security Sorcerer Bowl? Ooh. So, I mean, based on precedent, I'm assuming that the Tax Slayer Bowl, despite sounding the most absurd, is real, because that's the only one that's not alliterative, which we all know Alex likes. Uh, so, only one of these is real. <laughs> or the Social Slayer? No, what was the... The Social the Security one? Sorcerer. Social Security Sorcerer. I think... Oh. The, I, oh, you threw in Sorcerer, Alex. It's not plausible. I'm sorry. It's got to be, that's the one that's, oh wait, that's not true, right? Well, so you made up the other two. It's the one, the tax slayer bowl is actually real. Andrew? I think, I think the fiscal fixer one is real. You think the fiscal fixer? Well, uh, someone did their detective work. His name was Ambrish Blabhuria. Once again, <laughs> it's illiteration. I didn't even realize I did it that time. It's the tax slayer bowl. The worst naming bowl in the history of bowl games. Yes, he played what, is, in the tax what even is tax slayer? That's ridiculous. The tax slayer, such an American name, isn't it? Oh, I'll be tax. I get my money. Company with enough money to sponsor a bowl game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty good. That's pretty decent. Okay. okay. So, Andrew. Yes. We're going to bounce it to you now. And uh, Jeff Akuda, cornerback from Ohio State. Oh, Jeff. I thought you were going to ask me to do Isaiah Simmons. Okay. Okay. Nothing. Bit of Jeff. Bit of Jeff. So yeah, uh, Jeff is uh, Jeff is uh, plays for Ohio State, the Ohio State, and uh, you probably noticed they're extremely good at making NFL cornerbacks. Um, for example, Marshawn Lattimore, Darian Conley, Denzel Ward, of course, who went in the top five in his draft, um, and and Malik Hooker, of course, uh, Colt. Um, so uh, th- th- that's just that's just their their cornerback talent, or well, backfield defensive backfield talent in the last few years, uh, last couple of years. And uh, once those guys all came to the NFL in one big chunk, um, it's been uh, Akuda's been like the uh, the main guy there. He uh, he's basically he's basically been playing. He's been starting for one year, basically. So in a sense, a bit like Burrow, he's a bit of a one-year wonder. But he did play extensively um, in uh, in 2018 as well. Um, and yeah, he's just seen as being like a sort of like a shutdown corner. Uh, he's tall. He's uh, relatively quick, although his combine forty time wasn't that quick. 
Um, and yeah, he's just uh, he's he's seen as being a very sure thing because of uh, the team he's played for, and he's drawn comparisons to uh, well, actually to people like Marshawn Lattimore. Strangely enough, uh, he's seen as being like a potential Pro Bowler, shut down cornerback type of dude. Um, and there's a number of teams in the league who have terrible defensive backfields, uh, and obviously you can't really have that. Uh, these days so uh, he's definitely a player who's greatly in demand um the uh most common draft spots you'll see for him are detroit uh assuming they stay at number three and don't trade their pick away uh that's very high to take a, a defensive back i suppose but i guess we've seen them go that high if, if, if he does go there that's pretty impressive though a higher state will have pretty much the number one two and three picks with players that have played for them because borrow Obviously started mm. off there before leaving. Yeah, good so. point. Good point. Yeah. Uh, so Detroit at number three, or maybe number five, if they trade uh, five or six, if they trade with either of the two QB needy teams. Um, the Panthers at number seven. Arizona at number eight. Obviously, the Panthers let uh, uh, James Bradbury uh, go in free agency, uh, and uh, Patrick Peterson's going to be a free agent uh, at the end of this coming season, I think. So Arizona will need someone. And, and both those teams, all those teams have uh, pretty bad pass defences. So, um, yeah, Jazzy Jeff. That's him. Um, I think uh, Bucky Brooks has him mocked to the Panthers at seven. Um, I think it's because Bucky hasn't got any trades put in as well. And uh, mm-hmm. so uh, I'm guessing that they basically, he thought that there's no way um, the Lions are going to take them take him in three because you know, he's a defensive back. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. It'd be uh, interesting to see where he drops because he's really good, but he's also a cornerback. Yeah, yeah. But the the Lions, the Lions did lose Darius Slay over the um, over the off season, so they've lost their yeah. Court, yeah, and they were they were basically the league's worst pass defense anyway. So here is the first factoid: he was born in Ghana. That is the first fact. Second fact. He led Ohio State in pass breakups in 2018. So not, last, not the season we just had, but the one before. Uh, led the team in pass breakups, despite never actually starting a game. And the final fact is, a punter bench-pressed more reps than him at the Combine. Those are three facts, and one of them isn't true. So I love the punter fact though, because you you know I love punter facts though. That's more yes. I don't know. Because I feel like the post breakups sounds plausible. Initially, when you said he was born in Ghana, I was like, "Yep, that's totally plausible." Um, you know what? I'm gonna follow my instinct from what? Not my instinct, but I'm gonna not follow my instinct and assume that you made up the absurd fact that a punter edge press more than him because like the fact is too good just like the milk fact was too good um ghana and the breaking up of passes are plausible i'm going with those two what does alex k think i have somewhat of of an advantage here working in the media and working with yahoo sports guys i have written about Michael Turk, the Arizona State punter, quite recently, <laughs> because uh, back in February he he did 25 reps of that big uh, that big uh, weight they make them uh, bench press at the combine. So I think that's true. 
Um, okay. if, uh, old Turk there must have done more than a Cuda. Uh, the other one, the past breakouts, that sounds pretty likely as well. So I'm going to go that he was not born in Ghana. Uh, Alex was right on this occasion. Uh, oh, again! He was born in New Jersey. Oh, noisy! <laughs> uh, amazing. Um, yeah, but let's let's focus on uh, the wonderful Michael Turk. Yes, like do you guys do you remember Matt Turk? That's his uncle. He was a punter. He punt. He was oh, a punter okay. for the Texans. He was an NFL punter. Is, yeah. that, is that Turk spelled T U E R K? No, just T U R K. Oh, okay. It's just, yeah, but, but yeah, Matt Turk was an NFL punter and Michael Turk oh. now with his 25 bench reps and Akuda only did 11. And I actually found another punter oh. who uh, I, I looked through the, 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 on the, the combine, you know, sort of data on the NFL website. And like there's about, I think it's like seven or eight punters there. And only two of them have bench press data. Uh, maybe the rest of them just didn't do it. But you've got Michael Turk with 25. And another guy, another guy did 13. So technically two punters bench press more than him at the combine. <laughs> so, come on, Jeff. What the fuck, dude? Anyway. I guess, I guess he's, a, he's a cornerback, so he doesn't really need massive... Uh, yeah. Long in his long arms, not strong arms, really. Yeah, and the uh, and the punters have nothing better to do most of their training, so they just probably go with like bench press for like shits and giggles. Yeah, that guy certainly did. Yeah, well, looking forward to seeing okay. Michael Turk in the league. Hopefully, Michael Turk lands yeah. somewhere. That would be yeah. great. punters are people too. On this occasion, I'll agree. Um, right. So, Alex, you're going to tell us about Andrew Thomas, the other offensive tackle in today's podcast from Georgia. He, yes, he is another one of these big four uh, offensive tackles. Um, comparing him to the other three, he's the one that's sort of been around in college circles, being known as like the blue chip, reliable tackle at Georgia for the last uh, three seasons, pretty much. Um, he's another big guy, obviously, six foot five. Um, yeah, he's. Uh, uh, if, if the Jets went for him, I would be very happy. He can. He's probably the one that uh, can play left tackle. Uh, most comfortably mm. compared to the others that have uh, played right tackle quite a lot. Mackay Beckton's played a bit of both. The other two could probably play both, but Andrew Thomas has definitely played both and has done quite a lot of left guard work where you have to be more of a pass protector, which is what everyone needs these days in the NFL. Mm. So, um, but but he's probably, because he's been around so long, you get this thing where people start picking his uh, game or just sort of like get, have had everything they're going to say about him for a while. So the others have got more hype in the, in the run up to the draft than Andrew Thomas. Um, yeah. So he's a good, a good prospect probably goes to, yeah, one of those four teams. And I will say he goes to the Browns probably at 10. Okay. Mm. Um, interestingly, Bucky Brooks has him mocked to at 14 to uh, the Bucks to go and protect one Mr. Uh, yeah. Tampa Brady. Yeah. Tampa. That would be Tampa. nice for them. Who do you that probably want? means... Who do you want for the Jets? to take? Yeah, who do you want them to take? Dreamland. I'd probably say... I'd probably Is say Andrew Thomas, on? actually. I'd, I'd have Andrew Thomas, and then uh, in the second round, uh, one of... Um, one of Darnold's uh, USC wide receivers is coming out, and uh, there's a lot of good, uh, a lot of good receivers um, mm, coming true. out this round. But um, they're the two players I'd like for um, 
for for the Jets in the first two rounds because we're we normally mess things up quite badly in the draft at the moment. Yep, it's true. I mean, well, Sam Donald wasn't that bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, no, no, he's he's not been. But but like Quinn and Williams last year, the last thing he's done is get caught 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 at the airport with a gun in his bag. So <laughs> he, he doesn't yeah. seem like the smartest. Uh, Smartest, to be uh, fair, to be fair, in Die Hard 2, Die Harder, they do make a point that the Glock 7 is undetectable. So maybe he thought he had a Glock 7. Maybe, um, yeah. Incidentally, wow. the Glock 7 is not a real gun. And uh, <laughs> it's allegedly made of ceramic, but airports can detect that already. Like, they have systems to find stuff that look <laughs> like guns. <laughs> anyway, bring it back to football. Michael Pittman Jr. was the USC receiver. I'd like to, us to get at pick uh, thirty-eight. Okay, but, uh, so there, there are my two picks: Thomas and Pittman. Let's see if that comes true. Um, Alex, do you have two truths and a lie about Andrew? I Thomas? certainly do. I certainly do. Okay, so um, the first one is Andrew Thomas has the most boring name in this year's draft. True. Boom. Andrew yeah. Thomas is a white guy, or <laughs> Andrew Thomas that. has thirty-six and a half-inch long arms. So one of these isn't true. One of these is not. No, hang on. Two truths and a lie. We have one of these is a lie. One of them is so, a lie. Thirty-six and a half-inch. Isn't yeah. that like? Isn't it just over a foot? Am I doing my maths wrong? Yes, you are. <laughs> So it's just over like a yard. It's like twelve inches. It's it's like less than. Okay, hang okay, on. Okay, so the the average arm length is about 32, 33 inches, and I'm saying this guy has thirty six and a half. Is that a lie? Okay. Or does he have the most boring name in this year's draft? Or is he white? I I um, I'm, I'm going to say that he doesn't have the most boring name. That's the lie. There's got to be someone with a more boring name. And Andrew. I, think <laughs> I think you might be a bit biased here, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, uh, I am. But I'm also correct. Let me just Google this. <laughs> okay. Amrush, what are you saying? He, that is his real name. It, that his name is dull as hell. Mm-hmm. And that he does have his, his arm span is, his arm is 36 and a half inches. And the other one, which I can't remember, is a lie. You're saying he's not a white guy. He is not a white guy. He's, he's not. not a white guy, despite having okay. the most boring name in the world. Amrish is correct. <laughs> he is, in fact, a black guy, even though he is called Andrew Thomas, which I feel is quite a white name. And uh, yes, um, yeah. uh, I feel like he does, he in fact, have the most boring name in this year's draft. Okay, fine. Okay. Fine, so my name's boring too. With, let's go ahead <laughs> with the boringly named Andrew Papadopoulos, okay, not that boring. <laughs> yeah, spice, spice. You don't have two first names. It's true. <laughs> Who am I doing next? Um, yeah. uh, you're going to go for Ron Simmons' son, Isaiah Simmons, who's a hybrid linebacker and safety from Clemson. He, he is. He is. He is an interesting man. He's played all over the place for Clemson. In the past season, he played outside linebacker, inside linebacker, safety, uh, and cornerback, uh, both in out wide and in the slot. Uh, yeah, he's he's had a pretty uh, he's had a pretty interesting um, uh, time. He's he's basically uh, a very 
sort of different type of prospect to what you'd normally see. I guess people could, could sort of say uh, he has no real position, which is a bad thing. But then you could also say uh, he's good at a lot of different things, which is great because these days you need, uh, especially if, from a linebacker, say, you need a linebacker who can also play a bit of pass coverage because of all the, you know, you have all those kind of like tight ends and sort of big receivers that, uh, mm. you know, um, you sort of have to be able to run with them if they go downfield all of a sudden otherwise you just get shredded um in uh yeah in 2019 for clemson simmons had 104 tackles seven sacks one forced fumble three interceptions and eight pass breakups so that's uh that's kind of all over the shop um yeah and uh people people are hiring him not just because he's got good measurables but because you know they're, they're very pleased with like uh his instincts like you know, knowing Obviously, a guy who plays the position like he does. Well, I say a position. <laughs> All these are different positions. He's got very good instincts. And, uh, you know, he's sort of, he's, he's very good at sort of knowing the entire defense. And obviously, having played all these different positions, he's got to know all these different plays and where all his teammates are on any given, any given time uh, from any different position, uh, which is like actually pretty impressive. And um, yeah, as a result of uh, the flexibility that he sort of brings and the productivity, uh, he's sort of being mocked uh, like all over the place. Uh, nobody knows who's going to take him. But he's probably going to go uh, super early. Um, I've seen him to as early as Detroit at number three. Again, okay. uh, the Giants, that's a realistic one. Chargers, uh, Carolina, the Falcons at number eight, uh, all the way down to like the Raiders at number 12. They'd be pretty pleased with him, I think, probably. Um, if he was still there at that time, which he probably mm. won't be. I think, I think he, might, he might drop, actually. Like, out of anyone, because he's not really got a Alex... fixed position. And a lot of the players, teams up in the top 10 kind of desperately need a certain position. And none mm. of them are this sort of linebacker uh, safety position. Uh, so I think he might fall outside, just not not too far, not like out of the top fifteen, but for the player mm. that's probably the fourth or fifth best player in the entire draft, he might not go as high as as he should. He's drawn comparisons to Levante David. Remember Levante David, very good coverage linebacker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now Tampa Bay, um, <laughs> yeah, he's just very good. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't want to uh, give out too many of his uh, uh, sort of uh, actual exact combine numbers because. A couple of that of those things are in uh, my uh, two truths and a lie, which I will not tell you. you. These Before are we get the... to that. Oh, oh, oh bear, bear with me one second. Just let you know what uh, Bucky Brooks oh. has mocked to the Chargers in number six, uh, yeah, and he's saying go. that he might go with Doe and James, and they're both kind of going to be just causing chaos. And like one of them randomly plays linebacker, the other one drops into coverage. No one knows. No one knows what's going to happen. God damn it. Will anyone be there to see it? Hopefully. Chargers are going quarterback. They, they won't select him. Oh, Alex Kayo. It's pretty, it's, pretty, it's pretty dead set. Pretty dead set. Have you got any... Uh, Don't the Chargers have uh, awesome quarterback Teddy Bridgewater? No, no, no. They have Tyro oh, Taylor. Yeah. Bridgewater. They, um, they have Tyro Taylor. You're getting global quarterback confusion, my friend. <laughs> yeah, Bridgewater's oh. at the Panthers. Well, yeah, Bridgewater's oh, at the Panthers. Oh, yeah. And he's actually not that global. Um... Have you got any? Uh, are, are you are you like the Yahoo Sports NFL draft guy, Alex, or is there someone else there who's like in America? No, Therese, well, there's Therese Paler and Charles Robinson, who are two senior NFL Therese writers. Therese Paler, but, uh, yeah, Charles yeah, they, they do a good podcast. The, as well. uh, Shout out their podcast, those two together. Oh. Um, Charles Robinson, 
the former WCW referee. Amazing. <laughs> How do you know wrestling referees? <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, he's a friend. Of, he's a friend of my buddy. So he'd get us like backstage tickets and stuff. He's oh, a really right. nice guy. Yeah, oh, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, he's really good looking as well. <laughs> oh damn it! God, he's got everything. Son of a bitch. Anyway, um, are you ready for two truths and a lie? Yeah, Isaiah Simmons. Go for it. Let's go. Isaiah Simmons edition. Okay. First factoid: He is taller than DK Metcalf. That's the first factoid. <laughs> but you but you've seen DK Metcalf. So. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. Okay. Second factoid, his combine forty time was faster than Devin Hester's. That's the second one. Okay. And the last factoid is he played quarterback in high school. I mean like every single every everyone played quarterback in high school. That's like a standard thing that happens. I think so. I agree. I agree. He mostly played both ways as well, and he probably just turned out to be better at defense. Um, Devin Hester. Devin Hester, he was a really good returner. Was he that rapid? Mm, I feel like he should have been. Yeah. Very good. That's, he was like, he's been, the, was he the kick return record? Yeah. Holy yeah, yeah. Eight touchdowns, I think it's eight touchdowns over his career, which is the most out of anyone. Mm. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going for the first one then. What was the first one? Taller than DK Metcalf. He is not taller than DK Metcalf. I think he is taller than DK Metcalf, and that his forty time is wait is faster. Isn't faster? I think Devin Hester was faster. You are both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he is in fact taller than DK Metcalf, and with a faster combine forty time than Devin Hester. <laughs> And, but he didn't play QB in high school. What a guy, what a guy. Devin Hester's combine 40 time was like 4.43. Wasn't that fast? Which is weird because he is... It's still pretty fast. Simmons was 4.39, which is pretty fast. That's very fast, yeah. yeah. For a very tall yeah. man. It was wow. Like, yeah. uh, okay, so uh, Alex, with your final player, you're going to tell us about C.D. Lamb, wide receiver from Oklahoma. Yes, so uh, C.D. Lamb, he is probably the um, top receiver going to be selected. There's basically two of them. Are we doing Jerry Judy after this? Yeah, yeah, that's my, that's my goal. Yeah, okay, so yeah, C.D. Lamb and Jerry Judy, they're the top two uh, receivers. There's Henry Ruggs as well, who's sort of a speed demon getting compared to potentially being um, like uh, the Kansas City Tyreek Hill. Um, but CD Lamb, yeah, he's he's uh, six foot three, uh, big frame. Uh, he's getting compared mainly to DeAndre Hopkins by uh, college uh, draft experts. So um, having uh, having someone like, like DeAndre Hopkins, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, worth, he's worth an old running back. Though. Yeah, so the the yeah, the, um, the Houston Texans definitely, definitely won't be interested in CD Lamb. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's he's probably going to be the number one off the board. Probably to someone like either the Jets or the Raiders. If uh, all the tackles mm-hmm. have gone, then he may well go to the Jets um, mm. unless they trade down. But most people are saying he'll probably go to the Raiders. Um, and yeah, he's gonna. He's not particularly fast. He ran a four-five in um, in the the, draw, uh, the combine. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he looks just like a solid, solid number one 
outside receiver. Yeah, I guess if he can still win the ball, even if he's not the fastest guy, if he just catches the ball every yeah. time, it's fine. Does does his job. Um, I could see that, like him and Settled, if he does get drafted by the Jets, having like a long pair, like um, Reggie Wayne and uh, Peyton Manning, that kind of pairing, which just goes on without the receiver being spectacular or super fast, but just solid and productive for a long career. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. But you, you do know that nice things don't happen to the Jets. Yes, you guys just can't. <laughs> I do. Funny that. I do actually know that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so as, as I was saying, uh, Bucky Brooks has them mocked to the Jets, which is one of the options that you put down anyway. And do you have some truths and lies about CD Lamb? I do, and they don't feature alliteration this time, thank God. <laughs> and yes, there are two truths here and one lie. Fool me every time, fool me every time, man. It's fine. <laughs> as much alliteration as you like. Okay, C.D. Lamb was born in the town of Opelousas. In, uh, um, his Twitter handle is CD3, which is, uh, okay. would be quite a cool Twitter handle if it's real. Uh, and the last one is his parents named him after their favorite media format. <laughs> That's not real. I mean, his name is CD. No, it can't be real. Can it? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that one's not real either. I, I, I don't know what his actual name is, but it is something like a C and then a D. It's not compact disc. <laughs> Okay, guys, you got me. You got me. He's not a compact disc. <laughs> but to us, he will be. Compact disc. Compact disc lab. And his brother, Midisc. Midisc. <laughs> 2022 <laughs> draft, yeah. So now we're going to move on to our last player, wide receiver from Alabama, named after everyone's two favourite daytime TV presenters, Jerry Judy. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Just terrific. Jerry, That's terrific. Jerry. Yeah, so the other wide receiver in the draft, but not really the other one. Like he's kind of the one that's like, uh, I don't know. It's it's tough to it's tough to pick. It's really tough to pick between him and CD Lamb as being the first. I've seen uh, mock drafts that have Henry Ruggs as being the first wide receiver. Who knows? But anyway, yeah, I've seen that. Um, but anyway, because he's really quick in it. So, but anyway, Jerry Judy. He's uh, I think probably seen as of, out of those three. Uh, as being probably the most steady uh, prospects of, of all of them. He's um, obviously played for Alabama, which is a great team, played with uh, Tua. And uh, he's, uh, he's had like, well, two or three very good years for them. And obviously Alabama has a very good tradition of producing NFL caliber receivers, like with Calvin Ridley and Amari Cooper and Julio Jones. I don't think he's quite seen as being the Julio Jones level, but I think he's comparing favorably to uh, like seen as being possibly a slightly better prospect than uh, Amari Cooper and uh, Calvin Ridley. Um, so yeah, last year he had 77 receptions for 1,163 yards and 10 touchdowns. Uh, that was obviously a year in which his QB got hurt uh, at some point. Uh, so that's not like the full... Uh, that's not the full state that he probably would have got. But anyway, people have seen enough of Judy to realize that he's pretty excellent. He's very fast. He's really good after the catch. Um, he's not got the crazy hands of like C.D. Lamb, 
but he's got like he he's basically uh, sort of very dangerous in the open field and also kind of uh, got the body to kind of go over the middle. Uh, even though he's he's not massive, he's not like Megatron or something like that. He's got he's got a good enough frame uh, to be able to uh, go over the middle and, and not uh, die. Um, I've seen a lot of player comparisons uh, for him. Uh, I've seen him compared to Odell Beckham, which is sort of like I think more of a kind of uh, sort of indication of his after the catch ability rather than his actual sort of flashiness. Uh, but anyway, so Judy is probably he's he's seen as the most polished, let's call it route runner, since this is NFL. Um, yeah, and he's been mocked. Uh, I've seen him mocked uh, all over the place around around about kind of like the early first round, like the Jags. I've seen him mocked. I've seen him mocked the Jets quite a lot. I've seen him mocked the Raiders at number twelve. Uh, you know, he's, he's he's seen as being a guy who's going to go in that kind of area, and he's definitely, almost definitely the best prospect in a really good wide receiver class. Um, but will, will, someone take, will someone take a wide receiver early with all the good talent they've got? I don't know. But he's seen as being talent-wise, someone who deserves to go around that level of, of the first round. Yeah, yeah the, com- the, compar- the comparison I've heard most is actually with a retired uh, Marvin Harrison being oh. like a super smooth, sort of in and out of his breaks, very good route runner. So, yeah, he, he, he reminds yeah. me of, of him, the way he sort of, like his stature, the way he looks. His Marvin Harrison wasn't gigantic either, but he wasn't yeah, small. exactly. But he wasn't like hench or really tall or anything like that. That's a good comparison. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, do you have two truths and a lie? About of course I do. Here are three wonderful facts about Jimmy, one of which is unfortunately not true. Um, so the first fact is that he wants or more than once, has fallen victim to a Lamar Jackson faint. Those infamous things, they strike down, they strike down people. That's the first fact. Uh, the second fact is that he once got into hot water for wearing a Star of David necklace at a press conference. And the final fact is that his mother's name is Judith. Judith Judy. <laughs> Judy, Judy. Yeah. I feel like I heard about some player wearing a Star of David and didn't know what it was. He just thought it looked cool. And I'm going to go with Jerry Judy for that. This, this, this is a news article that came out fairly recently. So I'll go with Jerry Judy as being that guy. Okay. Um, maybe it might not have been recent, but they definitely mentioned this in the draft analysis. Um, Judith Judy? I mean, you don't choose who you marry, right? Um... He oh, might do if he knows Judy. What was the second one? The second one that I really liked? Oh, the Star of David. That was I'm going to say Judith Judy is not real. There's no uh, such thing as Judith Judy. Yeah, I, it's, it's too good to be true. His mum can't be called Judy. I really hope she is, but I don't think it's true. Oh, sorry to disappoint you, but it's actually not true. <laughs> His mum's name is Marie, <laughs> I think. Um, that's a shame. She's not called Judith. He actually went, he actually grew up quite, quite close uh, to Lamar Jackson. They like different towns but in in the same area of florida so they played against each other quite a lot when they were younger and yes the press conference thing happened as well with the star of david's because apparently his nickname is jew okay so there are 10 of the more interesting players who will be coming up in the draft um, with some amazing facts 
and some amazing <laughs> non-facts as well. Yes, um, yes, yes. Before we finish, um, for the upcoming draft, we have five cryptic clues, which Alex and Andrew are going to try to guess. Um, we're going to give Andrew 15 seconds to guess before Alex is allowed to come in with the correct answer, because these aren't <laughs> that tricky, given that they're referring to players who are basically all in the first round of this draft, or mocked in the first round. Okay. So, Andrew, are you ready? I'm actually, I've actually got a timer here as well. So we've got 15 seconds each time. Okay. And then okay. I'm going to turn it over to Alex uh, to join in. You're still allowed to continue. But, okay. Andrew, if you can talk us through your thought process this time. Oh, you, want, you want me to show my workings? Show your working, oh. yeah. Oh, Otherwise, Alex, you're going to have to show your working before giving the answer. Right. So let's start <laughs> off with the, uh, clue number one, which is plant-based mutton. Plant-based mutton. Plant-based mutton. So it's not. Uh, so it's not CD lamb. CD lamb. I think it, that makes sense. <laughs> you can like, show your work, Andrew. Like so, like CD, like like you have seeds. Ah, yeah. yeah. Plant-based <laughs> mutton, like lamb. <laughs> Are mutton and lamb different things? Um, I know it's from a sheep. <clears throat> I think they're both from a sheep. So, I, how else do I describe a lamb without using the word lamb? That was very good, Ambush. That, that, given some of your past attempts at cryptic clues, that, that, both of those say it made a fair bit of sense. Genuinely, apart from number five, the rest of them are pretty good. Number three is a bit sketchy as well. This one. Uh, Andrew got there in like five seconds. I don't want a 15 yeah. second delay, please. Okay, okay yeah, yeah. both of you go for it together. Okay. Um, number two. Uh, Michael Jackson, Jimmy Savile, Jeffrey Epstein, and apparently Elvis. Apparently who? Elvis. Okay. So we're looking for a player with a first name Pedo. <laughs> oh, I mean, alleged Pedo. Get no lawyers getting involved with it. someone uh, who we discussed in this draft, in this uh, podcast. So you named a load of celebrities, and then what did you say? Um, I mean, including Elvis as well, apparently. But the, you've got the right. The, your thought process is already correct. Oh, Who's God, I, I know what it is. Go on. <laughs> well, I'm not getting the link here. What is it? Go on. It's, it's the whole name, isn't it? It's Chase Young. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good, very good. Oh, Jeffrey Epstein, Jimmy Savile. Um, they like to chase Young. That's, that's kind of epic. <laughs> What a great clue. <laughs> this one is a little bit more sketchy. Um, okay, it's partly also because there's a player who's not been discussed. Uh, so I will, if you need, tell you his position if you don't get it in like 10 seconds. Uh, so, number three, it's a religious couch surfer. A religious couch surfer. Mm. Okay, so religious. So maybe we're looking for someone called Christian. Or Muslim. Has <laughs> any Muslims in the draft? <laughs> uh, a couch surfer. gross mass mass horse, the edge rusher. No, uh, he's a cornerback. He's from LSU. Oh, I know. It's it's Christian. Just, Christian. Christian. Yeah. Christian. Christian Fulton. Christian Fulton. Christian Fulton. Christian Fulton. You mean like Fulton? 
I think he does. I think he does. <laughs> Christian Vuitton. <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> that was moderately sketchy. You did warn us. Yeah, okay. That was moderately sketchy. This you could have been a bit more specific. You could have been like a Japanese uh, ground-based relaxation <laughs> or something like that. Anyway, okay, fine. This one is fucking great. Like, you will love this. <laughs> Alex will love this for sure. Um, okay, clue number four. 23 and me. Okay, so that's the genetic website where you can look at your history. So is there someone called Gene? No, there isn't. Maybe you're overthinking it. Oh, maybe it's just a website. Website. Is there a player called Website? (laughs) Website Lamb. Twenty three and me. Yeah. Oh, are you you referring to a famous number twenty three? I might be. Is it? Is it LeBron? Is he twenty three? He is. He's he not is. 23. Is he? Okay. Yeah, there's there's, there's quite, a lot of famous 23s. Michael Jordan was the first one, I think. 23 and me. Jordan Love. Jordan Love. 23 Jordan and Love. Me. There we oh, go. Okay. I'm not uh, sure what, what's Love got to do with me. Well, you know, it's 23 and me. I'm in love with Jordan. So we're together. And it was a clue of like, the name for a thing. <laughs> okay, I suppose he's named himself after Michael Jordan, so he must love him or something like that. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Jordan I'm gonna, loves. I'm gonna make the clue something like, "Oh yeah, I really love that 23 guy or whatever." Like, 23 is my favorite, but I'm like 23 and me, much more elegant clue. Wow. Uh, so okay. I did. I did overthink it. Then. Okay. <laughs> so that was good. Well done. Not that bad. Was, not, not, bad. not bad. Okay. So I've been warning you about this. The number five is quite. This this clue sucks in the nicest possible way. Who are talking about though? <laughs> okay, up. hit me. Okay, number five. Touch and fiddle twice. Great. Touch and fiddle twice. Wow, there's a theme developing in this. It's quite a dark theme. <laughs> uh, Justin. Touch and fiddle. What does that even mean? Like twice. play like play the fiddle. Um, who is else? Is Just, Justin Herbert. <laughs> uh, um, oh, Henry Ruggs the third. That doesn't make sense. No. no. Okay, it, it might be like twice touch and fiddle if you want to get in the correct order. Oh, okay. Two. Oh, it's Tua. Two something. Yeah, Tua. Oh God, Tua Tug. <laughs> oh God. I love. That. It's not Tua tag of Viola. Yeah, it's Tua Tag of Viola. So Tua Tag Viola. <laughs> oh, oh this is this is the old this is the old Ambrish. The old Ambrish is wow. back. He, he oh, took, he took on the hardest name. He just wanted to go for the hardest name, didn't he? I, yeah. I just did. Yeah, I have to get Tua in there. Otherwise, it just wouldn't be. Why don't you do like Patrick Queen or something? You got to come up with a ton of things for that yeah. guy. Uh, all right. Well, you got to say. You can't say the other ones are great. <laughs> yeah, the the, the the middle one wasn't was was kind of a little bit shady, but the other ones are. Totally legit. Well, I'm going to call him that from now on. But for that, it was crazy. Um, all right, so I still suck at this. Uh, 
Uh, and uh, Alex is pretty good. That's good. It's good to see something's that change. Uh, some teamwork there. We had some teamwork. I, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Sure. I look forward to many more. Um, yeah, so I guess, uh, I guess it's time for an outro. Uh, which leaves me to thank Order 66 for providing us with our music. Uh, we'd like to thank Alex K for being our not of so course. special host. Our not so special long-term studio guest. He's, he's here. He's here. He was there for the whole thing, which is good. I think it's the first time we've ever had a, a third person in the podcast, which is great. I would also like to thank uh, Zoom for providing us with a platform to do this podcast. And hopefully it's not malware. And also for giving us <laughs> the uh, delicious uh, notification that the 40-minute limit on our <laughs> on our podcast had been waived which we didn't know about so it's only thanks to them that this podcast is this long so big hand for zoom <laughs> yeah thanks, so you're welcome for having such a long podcast that you totally didn't expect or want to listen to which leaves me to ask andrew alex which team is going to have the first technical issue in this year's draft <laughs> uh, uh, it's the bungle to me it's the bungle the bungles i'm gonna go for I'm going to go for the Miami Dolphins. Nice, that's a safe pick. (laughs) Yes, it is.